0: You know, uh, one of my favourite apps at the moment is the Ordnance Survey app. Now, it's not particularly cool. I understand that, but I love it because one of the things Ruth, my wife, and I we love doing is we love hiking. And uh, thank you. And <laughs> one. So, uh, uh, and we love particularly going to the Lake District. We're off there again in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, before we go, uh, this is how bad I am. I like to plot some of the different routes that we might take on the OS app. And the app allows you to plot your route and then download it to your phone and then use it with GPS to navigate your way around the pathways that you're going to be following on your hike. This, in fact, is one of the walks I'm hoping that we might do in a couple of weeks' time uh, over the different mountains that we're going to uh, be walking along. I wonder where you find the route and the pathway for your life. Where do you go to find that? Who are you following? What are you using to map out the pathways for your life? And how is that working out for you? In this series, as Becky uh, told us in that video, we are figuring out what might be the pathways for our lives that are most helpful to us. And we're saying that so often in our lives, you know, we find ourselves in, in this place where we say, this Isn't it? This can't be it. I wonder if you resonate with that. That as you look at your life, you think, is this all there is supposed to be? Is this it? Is there more that I should be looking for? And that's what we're asking in this series. And we're asking, is there a pathway or a journey worth committing to that has more for us than we're currently experiencing? And today we're talking about the mindsets, the new mindsets that we might need to think about or the, the mindsets that we've got that we might need to challenge to help us truly find the it that we are looking for. We're talking about pursuing truth that changes how we view ourselves and how we view our world. number of years ago now, I had a, an illness that's called grandly a vestibular disorder and it's a virus that attacks the vestibular nerve which is the nerve that runs between your ear and your brain and it puts you completely out of whack when you experience that. It means you can't balance properly, it means like you feel like you're always walking on the deck of a moving ship in a storm, you're never quite sure where your feet are going to land and for me sometimes it would come in waves that felt completely catastrophic and that I would have was about to collapse at any moment. Now many people experience these vestibular disorders and quite quickly the brain learns to adapt for most people. Mine didn't. And so actually for months and indeed a couple of years I wrestled with this particular challenge. And it's amazing that although that has gone and I'm well again and all of that kind of stuff, how some of the mindsets that were set in my mind during that period of my life are stubbornly refusing to go away. Because it's a balanced thing, I'm always worried about being close to the edge of something. Railway station platforms, for some reason, are an absolute nightmare uh, for me, and I, I can't get close to them. And similarly... Even though I love hiking up mountains, ridges or edges or precipices really do my head in completely. This is my wife uh, in this picture. I could not do what she is doing there, hence the reason why I'm taking the photograph. Completely freaks me out even though actually there's no logical reason for it now. It's amazing, isn't it, how quickly our minds and our mindsets can get set into ways or patterns of thinking. And I wonder what it is for you. What are the mindsets that you've taken on or adopted in your life that you think are actually unhealthy or stopping you from the direction of travel you would like for your life? or the things that you wish you could be doing. Maybe it's mindsets that have been caused by something similar to what I experienced. Maybe it's mindsets that have been caused by what you've experienced in your life, or things you've been through. Maybe it's mindsets that have been conditioned by things that you've been taught, or had modelled, or that you've adopted over years and years. Maybe it's mindsets that have come about by what people have said to you, or about you. What are the mindsets in your life that you would like to change? What are some of the phrases that you sometimes use that you wish you could get away from that indicate some of the mindsets that are stopping you from moving in the direction you would like your life to move on? Phrases like this, I'm afraid of. I worry about I'm anxious that I can't do whatever it is I'm too weak to I'm not gifted enough to nobody really likes me I wish I could stop doing whatever it might be. They're phrases that indicate to us some of the mindsets that we've got into. And it actually if we don't deal with those mindsets then often it's like blinds closing on a window shutting out the light that we'd love to come in and flood our lives with joy and happiness and all those things we long for. And when that happens, and, and the blinds start closing and the light starts fading in our lives because of these mindsets, we think to ourselves, don't we, this can't be it. This isn't it. Surely this isn't it. Well, what if we could pursue a truth that would change our mindsets? What if we could pursue truth that would change our mindsets? What if we could pursue truth and a a view of the world that would actually light up the world rather than darkening it? What if we could see something or someone different who would map out a different pathway for us that would help us adopt new and healthier mindsets? They would help us adopt mindsets that would lead our lives in a direction that we would love for them to go in. Well, that to me sounds more like the it we are searching for. So today we're going to talk about how important it is to challenge some of our mindsets and to change the unhealthy ones and how we might go about adopting better mindsets. And I just want to say we are all in the same boat with this. Whether we would say we were Christians or not Christians, exploring faith or not not interested in God at all, we're all in the same boat because we all have this going on in our lives. We all have mindsets or patterns that aren't the best for us or the healthiest for us. So we all are in this when it comes to knowing how we might shift these. To help us, I want to think about the why. We should shift our mindsets and then the how we might go about doing it. And I want to use two people from the New Testament part of the Bible to help us with that. The first is a guy called Paul who was one of the earliest followers of Jesus and who had a radical mindset shift because he went from hating people who followed Jesus to being one of them, from persecuting and killing and torturing people who were following Jesus to being one of them himself. So he has this radical mindset shift. And Paul is going to help us understand the why, why we should be thinking about shifting our mindsets and pursuing truth that will light up our world. And Paul, writing to a bunch of people in a church that he knew well in Rome, uh, says this at the beginning of chapter 12 of that letter. He says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And what Paul is going to go on to say about mindsets is founded and rooted in these words. He says, in view of God's mercy, because Paul believed that God was merciful and gracious and loving Paul believed that God would want the best for people. Paul says, in view of that, if there is a God and God is for you and loves you, in view of that, start thinking about building your life on God, the one who loves you, in view of his mercy. And so that's the foundation. Then Paul goes on to say this. He says, "...because of that, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." Don't conform to the pattern of this world, Paul says, because the world does not feel about you how God feels about you. The world has not shown you that mercy and grace that God has shown you. So therefore, don't look to the world to set the mindsets and the pattern of your life. And I would think 2,000 years later, this still resonates with us, doesn't it? How is the world doing at giving us our mindsets? I think, again, whether we're people of faith or not, we'd have to admit that the world is not doing a great job of setting our mindsets because we are stressed and anxious and busy and depressed and lonely and constantly comparing ourselves to other people. And those are all patterns that the world is reinforcing to us. We are anxious because of what we see in the media we are worried about other people and what they would think of us because what we see on social media. The world is not doing a great job of setting our mindsets. And Paul, 2,000 years ago, said the world is not going to do a great job at this. So do not be conformed to the pattern of the world. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Look somewhere else for the mindsets that you need. And then Paul gives us the why. Why? Should we look somewhere else than the world for our mindsets? Paul says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Paul says, God wants the best for you. That's why you should look to God for your mindsets, because the world doesn't want the best for you, but God does. God's will for you is good, pleasing, and perfect. And again, I think you'd have to admit that, wouldn't you? Even if you're not a believer in God, you say, but if there is a God, and if God created human beings, wouldn't God want the best for those people? God wants the best for us. Because he created us, and he knows what is best for us. And his way is the way to live fully human, with all that the human experience has been designed to give to us, that is God's way. So Paul says, why don't you look to God who wants the best for you and who loves you for your mindsets. I promised you two people that we were going to look at. The second person is Jesus. And Jesus frequently challenged people to adopt new mindsets. He encouraged people to live differently. Here are just a few examples of that. One time, a young rich man came to him. And the young rich man was very religious. And he came to Jesus and he said, I'm doing all the religious stuff I'm supposed to do, Jesus. Why aren't I satisfied? What else do I need to do? And Jesus said to him, you need to give up all of your material wealth and your material possessions and come and follow me. Jesus said you need to shift your mindset because it's all been about the acquisition of material things and I have a better way for you to live and you will find there treasure in heaven. The rich young man goes away sad because he's not ready for that new mindset that Jesus is challenging him to adopt. And why does Jesus do that? Not because Jesus is anti-money or anti-wealth, but because in this young man's life, it was destroying his life and the possibility of him having all that God intended for him to have in a relationship with him and in a life on earth because he was just after the pursuit of material wealth. So Jesus says, shift your mindset. Why? Because you're not experiencing all that there is to experience. You are missing out. On another occasion, one of Jesus' closest friends, a guy called Peter, took Jesus aside and told him off for something Jesus had said. And Jesus turned to him and said something pretty harsh, actually. He said, get behind me, Satan. You do not have in mind the concerns of God but merely human concerns. Why does Jesus encourage that mindset shift in Peter? Because Peter is not experiencing all that God has in mind for him to experience. He's not seeing all that God can and will do. He's blinded to that. So Jesus says, come on, Peter, tune in. Don't think just about a human mindset. Think about a godly one. Shifting our mindsets is about tuning in to what God wants to do in our lives. On another occasion, Jesus' friends were arguing about who was the greatest among them and who would get the top seat in heaven when they got to be there. And they're having this argument and it's damaging and destroying the relationships between them. So Jesus calls a child over and says this, unless you become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, they are missing out on all that God has for them because they're squabbling amongst themselves about who's the best. They're missing out on all the relationship that was available to them because they were squabbling together. And Jesus says, you need to change your mindsets and adopt a posture of humility because that's the best for you. That's the best way to have relationships that are meaningful and impactful and helpful. So Jesus shows us the why, like Paul did, because it's the best way to live, to change a mindset or to change our mindsets. How do we go about doing it? Well, I think Jesus showed us this too. One of my very favorite stories from the life of Jesus is recorded by John. It's an eyewitness account from uh, John, one of Jesus' friends. And it's about a woman, and uh, and, and this woman is caught in a situation she shouldn't have been caught in. She's caught in the middle of an adulterous situation, and she's dragged out by the religious leaders of the day, and they bring her before Jesus, and they want to test Jesus. So they said, Jesus, you know our religious laws say we're supposed to stone somebody who's been caught in this. And that's like stoning with rocks, not other kinds of stoning. So anyway, they... They pull her out in front of them, and uh, they say to Jesus, "What should we do?" And they're trying to trap Jesus because Jesus loves people, but he also loves the Jewish faith. So, what is he supposed to say? Well, Jesus does this really interesting thing. He he um, draws in as he bends down and draws in the dirt, and then he stands up and he says, "Okay, go ahead, stone her, but let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her and of course they all melt away because they've all got stuff going on in their lives that they shouldn't be doing and so the crowd melt away and there's nobody left to throw stones at her and so Jesus says to her is there nobody left here she says no and he says look I don't judge or condemn you go away change your life do things differently adopt a new mindset and a new way of being you see in that situation Jesus encourages everybody in that situation to see themselves as God sees them. And this is how we begin our mindset shifts. We see the truth of who we really are and how God feels about us. God says to those who would want to stone that woman, see yourselves as you really are. Sinners who have fallen short yourselves of the ideal God would have for you. See yourselves as you really are. Change your minds. And then he says to the woman, see yourself as you really are, a much-loved daughter of a heavenly father. That's who you really are, not a woman who've made some mistakes. Jesus helps everybody see who they really are in the sight and the eyes of God. And Jesus, through his life and his death and his resurrection, he models for us what it looks like to have mindsets tuned in to the mindset of God. One occasion he's washing his disciples' feet and he says, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Jesus says, I have an example for you to follow, a path marked out for you to walk, walk as I walked, live as I lived. See, when we see ourselves as God sees us, and when we walk in the footsteps of Jesus, following his example, then we find the truth that's worth pursuing. Then we find the how of starting to shift our mindsets. So I want to ask you again, who or what is mapping out the pathway and the route of your life? Who or what is dictating and determining the mindsets that you're adopting, and how is that working out for you? Who or what is influencing you and shaping you and shaping the mindsets that you've adopted? Have you adopted ones that are unhealthy? Are they stopping you from something? Are they stopping you from all that you would like your life to be or all that you think it should be? Are they stopping you from the life God would desire for you? Are they the reason why you're saying to yourself so often, this can't be it, this Isn't it? There must be more. You know, to change our mindsets starts with the why. And the why is recognizing that God has a better way. The God who made us and designed us and who wants the best for us has a better way for us to live. Then, the next stage in changing our mindsets is to see ourselves as God really sees us. To really understand that much-loved, created human beings made in his image. But people who mess up too and fall short often, we all do. And then it's about identifying the negative influences in our lives that shape negatively our mindsets. What are they for you? And how do we remove those from our lives? And then we lean into the new mindsets that God has for us. And that's about adopting a posture of openness to God. It's about, I think, being captivated by the life of Jesus. That Jesus is a model and a pathway for us to follow. And to be captivated by his life and by his example is to begin to shift our mindsets and to pursue a truth that lights up our world, not darkens it. And number three is to ask other people to help us, to involve other people in the journey, to help us see ourselves as God really sees us, to help us begin to shift our mindset. So often that needs other people to help us, friends, connect groups, and maybe even in the case of some mindsets, counselors or therapy See, Jesus brings people into our orbit and often works through them to change our mindsets. When I had all this stuff left over from that illness that I had that I really struggled to get around and it caused all sorts of panic attacks and all sorts of things in my life, I did CBT therapy and I journeyed with someone who helped me just shift some of those mindsets in our life. And for me, that's a godly and spiritual activity to involve others and friends in those mindset shifts of our lives, asking others to help us. You know, our minds and our mindsets are really powerful things. They really do influence the direction and trajectory of our lives. If you're in that place where you're saying, I don't think this is it. I'm sure there's supposed to be more to my life, to my journey of faith, to whatever it might be. And often it's our mindsets that are determining that trajectory and direction of our lives. I want to encourage all of us today to invest in the health of our mindsets, to adopt a posture of openness to God, to be captivated by the life of Jesus and to see how he changes and transforms our mindsets and gives us a truth worth pursuing that will light up our world and to lean into others as a godly activity that Jesus can use to shape and change us. I think it's an exciting thing to do, and I think it genuinely leads us and guides us in that journey of life and helps us find a pathway and a route that is worth following. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, this picture of Jesus that we can see in so many ways through the stories uh, in the Bible through the visual images that we have through the things that we uh, talk about in a church community like this we see this picture of a model that is worth pursuing and going after of a way and a pathway and a route that can be mapped out that we can uh, walk along that will help us father god for each and every one of us as we have been challenged today and thought today about those mindsets that we would like to shift Lord, give us the courage and the boldness to begin that journey, to lean into you, to be open and to look to Jesus. And Lord God, I thank you that as human beings created in your image, you want the best for us. You know what it's like to be fully human for all that you have in mind for us to experience. Lead us on that journey, I pray in your name.